0: Hi, this is Mike. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Anti-Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It is episode 127, which we're going to be calling Live to Tell, which is probably not far from the uh, the truth when it comes to how long we it's been since we've recorded. We've got a lot to tell, uh, and, <laughs> and we're going to live through it. Uh, you'll notice it's only Mike and myself on the show tonight. Uh, Russ is out of the country. We personally think he's avoiding us, but I'm sure he's got somewhere <laughs> better to be than... Uh, sitting down with us and talking about stuff. Yes, so anyway, uh, for those of you who've not listened to us for a while and forgotten what the hell we're doing, or maybe those of you that are just listening for the first time, this is the official podcast of the Lacuna Coil community, Emptyspiral.net, 127 episodes in. Our format is pretty simple. We'll give you a little bit of news. We'll talk about Lacuna Coil and stuff that's coming up, and then we'll review, well, live to tell, as I said just a few moments ago. Uh, I'm Matt. Got Mike with me. I don't do this alone. And I think I need to say to hello to Mike who I've not seen for a very long time. Hello. Yes, hello, yes. Mike. How hello. are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Yes, it has been a long time. It July. Was... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to? Um well, I went I did a surprise trip over to America and went to see two of the shows on the American tour. The which Kuna was Kool very shows, good. Yes, looking at all Show.
0: Surprise to them but not to me.
1: Yeah, yes, did. exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> so where did so, you um, Cleveland. So I flew to Chicago to see a friend and mm-hmm. then we set off at about 8 in the morning, the day of the Cleveland show. Mm-hmm. We drove from Chicago, which took, I think, seven hours, wow. so quite, quite a long time. Um, none of the band knew that I was going, so um, we hung around a bit trying to stay um, incognito but they were on the bus and we didn't know they were on the bus and they came off the bus and uh, saw us so that was quite nice Mm -hmm. Um, quite a good venue, an old theatre quite a dilapidated old Mm -hmm. theatre but it was a very good show that day, second day we well we stayed up overnight from Cleveland um, after we said goodbye to them at about three in the morning drove through the night, um, and then went to Jolette, which is in Illinois, which is about 90 minutes from a friend's house. So we spent the whole day there and then watched watched a show at a very tiny venue um, there, and that was very good. So both shows, thumbs up, thought we sounded very good. Mm -hmm. Crowd was amazing, and in the second show, somebody, um, a friend of my friend... um, she introduced me as Mike from the podcast, so he was like completely bowled over that I was there. <laughs> You're famous, mate! You <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was brilliant. quite entertaining. So, <laughs> probably a future guest for us on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anybody that knows Mike is a friend of the podcast, implicitly, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, you have to drag him on.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, it's <laughs> worth the effort, and um, yeah, I'd, I'd do it all over again. It's an amazing time. Fantastic. What was the uh set list like? Uh, the set list was the same pretty much. There was just three songs, I think, taken off because mm-hmm. they had a 60-minute set and then Epica had a 90-minute set as headliners. Yep. Um, but I didn't really stay for Epica. I just um, saw Look a call and then pretty much left okay. after both shows and hung around. But yeah, stand, standard Delirium like cycle set.
0: No complaints and... about that. That's a great set.
1: Yeah, yeah, great set, and and it, the crowd really loved it. It was I've never seen. I mean, the Europe. It's interesting now. I've Been to America to watch watch them play, mm. as well as Europe, because the crowds you can definitely tell the difference. And um, the I mean, the crowds in Europe and the UK are very um, lively a lot of the time, and the Americans know how to how to be the same. And mm. it was uh, very energetic for both shows. So Excellent. all good
0: a good reception there mm-hmm. yeah definitely i've got a little story for you you don't know this actually so don't tell anybody but um the subject of you visiting the u.s came up, came up in a recent conversation i had with um with marco actually he, uh-huh. he and he said that uh, he was sitting on the bus
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh he he saw your friend in the car park yeah and uh i think that, she sent him a message or something like that mm-hmm. about a surprise. Or well, they might even a call of some kind. Yeah, yeah. And he saw you. And oh, right. Was like, a, I've got a surprise for you, and he he was looking out of the bus. And was like, oh, really? What might that surprise be? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, that was kind of spoilt. But I'm, but he said it was great to see you. So yeah, well, definitely, it was a great time. I I am very jealous. Um, I've only been able to see Lacuna Call in the US once had a great time it was like Ozfest many years ago and then a, yeah. a show in philly uh great time great week so much fun would absolutely love to go over and, and you know do even part of a tour like you did but it's a big investment of time and money so yeah
1: definitely. jealous
0: mike but I'm, I'm so glad you had a great time and uh, yeah thank you i'm sure they appreciated a little bit of uk support over well, there in, hope in the so. <laughs> great stuff and so, is that it? Is that what you've been doing for the last three and a half yeah, months pretty, or two and a half pretty months?
1: Much. Yeah, pretty much that and works and gearing up for, well, I'm going. Well, we can mention it later, I'm going to one of the shows on the Euro Tour mm-hmm. soon. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll um, come on to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah. How was your last three months? <laughs> well, I mean, the last time we recorded was just before
0: my holiday and I think I probably mm. mentioned it on the podcast anyway. If I didn't, it was remiss of me, but... Uh, my wife and I we we travelled down by train uh, and did a tour of mostly northern Italy. It's fair mm-hmm. to say. So we kind of travelled down through Switzerland, which was lovely, through the Alps, used Milan as it were as a stop off because all the sort of trains go into to Milan in the northern end of end of the country, as it were. Um, and then jumped on another train straight across to Venice, which we spent a few days there. Fair enough with Venice. What an amazingly unique city. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. And then from there, we travelled down to Florence, never been to Florence before, I loved it, very different vibe, yeah. what a great city, um, nice. so nice much place. to see. And then down to Rome, which I had been to before, so it, it wasn't quite the uh, mind-blowing experience as it was for my wife, who had a lovely time, it was extremely hot. Uh, and then we uh, we were there for, I think it was three nights, might have even been four nights. We got to do so much in Rome. I mean, it is, it's like a, a living museum, Rome. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere you go, there's something to see. So we saw, you know, all the sights. I went into the Vatican, did not burst into flames. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But the Vatican Museum is an amazing place. To walking through that and going just, wow. Just,
1: very uh, impressive isn't it very
0: very impressive uh i mean rome itself is is, is fantastic um, yeah yeah like, I, I felt like it deserved more time as it were we very much went from museum to museum and obviously did you go in the design. sistine chapel as well uh yes yeah i went in the sistine chapel got a bit of a confession to make
1: you took some photos i took a photo yeah, yeah. i know talked talked i know <laughs>
0: In my this isn't a defence, but by way of explanation, I had my SLR, my digital SLR, with me, and it went I, off. I mean, I, I just accidentally pressed the button. Um, no, it's well, it's not like I kind of <laughs> held it up to my face and looked through the the uh, the lens. Yeah. it was around my neck. I angled it in the general direction and kind of pressed the quiet mode button. No one knew, um, and <laughs> and I have to say, I mean, I. It's, the Sistine Chapel is not something I studied or knew much about, but I can understand why it's generally considered one of the greatest pieces of art ever. Mm. I mean, what you don't appreciate, whenever you see it, you kind of see the the you know the the Adam and God finger thing, right? You see that, yeah? <clears throat> and you think that's it, but that's just a small part of this. It. Just oh yeah, outrageously yeah. beautifully decorated painted room. And that's the ceiling and it's, I'd argue it's the far wall which is even more impressive. Also painted Yeah, by, yeah.
1: And there's a lot to see isn't there as well. Yeah, it's just amazing. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Perfect. But there,
0: I've got a funny story to share and I hope I don't offend anybody in this. Um, it is a chapel so it's a place of worship but it is so busy it's like a market square and that the, they... they They've, they do say quiet, please, because this is you know a, 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 a very um a very holy place in in the Catholic Church. But people whisper, right, and that whisper carries, and then other people whisper, and they so that over time, the the noise gets louder and louder and louder. In this place is <laughs> people talking over each other, talking over each other, until the point where it just sounds like a busy marketplace. So we were there, and I wasn't really saying much to Trace. I was respecting the silence, um, or at least I was. You know, there was no silence, but I was. I wasn't saying anything. And, and Tracy and myself were just looking around this place, kind of going, wow, wow, wow. But the noise was getting louder and louder and louder. And then over the um, over the a speaker system came a booming, be quiet, <laughs> no talking. And it, it was louder than any of the voices in there. It was just like this booming voice. And I said, is that the voice of God? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even in Italian. It was in English. It was like across the space. So that that was a highlight for me. It was very funny. But yes, I did get a sneaky picture. Um sorry about that.
1: But, and did it come out? Oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah.
0: It's, it's I, I actually think it's a really good photo. <laughs> <laughs> um I haven't shared it just in case I upset someone. Uh but yes, the, the secret's out now. I might edit this out later to see, to see how mischievous <laughs> i am feeling Uh but then we headed back to Malav just for one night. Um caught up with um Andy and Paula and uh had a meal. And Ryan was there actually I think he was just on his way back. Um to the States so we had a, a nice meal and then head back to the UK so that was that uh, last weekend in between the US tour which I unfortunately missed unlike certain people um, <laughs> uh, and the, the upcoming Euro tour which unfortunately work is constraining me and I just can't get out to see, I would love to be able to spend some time um, on the mainland Europe uh, checking out some of these countries and going to what I'm sure will be some fantastic shows but I just can't do it and that's upset me quite greatly. So I I said to um I said to them, oh, I'm gonna come over and see you. So I did. I was over there um last weekend for a couple of days and uh got to catch up, which was really good. Talk about one nineteen show and just the sort of other activities that are going on and what they're doing for the twentieth anniversary. So there's some there's some really juicy kind of tidbits, uh, and I'm looking forward to lots lots lot of these things being realized becoming tangible over the course of the next 12 months so that's going to be great uh, which we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit so yeah that's kind of me actually um and we'll like see. you work 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 um my work is in an interesting place right now and it's, it's causing me to bust the gut to keep the keep the wheels turning you know as it were so yes tough times not leaving me a lot of time to do podcasts and between your work and my work and hmm. and um and Russ's activities it's hard for us to all to get together and i it has been three months, which is a terrible thing. So, yeah. yes, um, that's us. And I'm sure Russell will have his own story to tell when he joins us and hopefully on the next um, podcast. Anyway, yes. Welcome back, Mike. It's always great talking to you. Let's talk about news, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we plan a bit of catch-up on news for reasons that should be obvious to everyone. Uh, still very, very relevant uh, and current is the fact as part of their... Uh, 20th anniversary that uh, Lacuna Coil are, are working on a new I guess you could call it a kind of autobiography it is a sort of the sense I guess nothing stands in our way they're calling it and it's um the plan is to publish it next year early 2018 if you head over to com, you can register it and I suggest you do so the plan is to to make that um. Sort of make special things available to people that are registered, and uh, as Christina says, it's sharing 20 years of their life. Um, awesome journey. Um, not going to be able to remember it all, but there'll be lots of back, behind the scenes pictures and stories of Tailwind and all this kind of stuff. So very much a celebration of 20 years of the band. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I'm hoping to contribute some of my own photos to the collection, which I hope we will see in the booklet. The book, I should say, um, they're working on it right now. I know that for a fact. So they're pulling this stuff together from archives, um, by which I mean lots of hard drives, <laughs> and, and, and books of photos and stories and so forth. So if you've got a an interesting Lacuna coil, if you're a coiler, then you know you, you don't want to miss out on this. It's going to be great. So that's that's the first bit of news for you. and I've registered, and I know you have as well, Mike. Right? Yeah. I guess the the second bit which is hugely exciting to us it was the announcement um well was back in September now that the Kunakon are celebrating a, a 20th anniversary show on January the 19th in London so 119 day that we've turned into the Lacuna Coil Day, the annual Lacuna Coil day that we celebrate on the social media sites and on Empty Spiral with we've, we've done competitions, we've we've done all kinds of things in the past. It's it's now being used as, by the band as an occasion. And I'm—I can't be any more delighted. It's in London, yay! London, there you go. Uh, I know for a fact that they're—they're they're doing they're going to be doing some great things on the day. It's going to be a unique show. They—they they, they said that, and, I, and and I can back that up with what I've heard. They're really going to sort of push the boat out, really make it something special for everybody to attend. Excited? Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. We'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in mm-hmm. a minute. Um, A few nuggets of information there, but yeah, there's again, if you head over to lacunacoil.com, which is a recently launched, uh, relaunched website, you can find out more about the show. I know that a lot of the tickets went very, very, very quickly, but uh, it's at Shepherd's Bush. It's a big place. There's still some tickets left. They are up in the gods, according to Andy, Um, but you're still guaranteed a good show. Uh, and uh, I recommend that you head out there because I think it's generally going to be a one-off experience. Uh, the the next bit of news we have from this, this is not the most recent news, but it's been around for one. I referred to it earlier as the European tour. So it's quite a diverse tour, I think it's fair to say. It starts on the 10th of November and um, ends... Well into the middle of uh, December where they're playing in France at a festival. Uh, It starts in Malta and then it goes kind of all over the place. I imagine if you drew it on a map, it would just be a spider web of tours and lines all over, crisscrossing. So it's starting off in Malta and then going to Germany, Austria, Serbia... Romania, the list goes on and on and on. There's Greece, there's more German dates, there's more German dates. <laughs> they they love Germany. There's Portugal, there's Spain, there's France and France and Belgium and round and round and round they go. Um for about probably just over a month actually, looking at it, a month about five weeks. You're going to the first show, aren't you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Sanguan. You're
0: cheeky, Mike. You're going to catch me up, you know that, don't you? Nothing, uh, no, there's nothing there's a long, I can do about it. Oh no, it's only there's about, a long way. It's only about 20 shows now, mate. At your rate of knots, it's not going to take you very long to catch up with me. Mm,
1: I guess. <laughs> Sanguan. Juan. I've, I've, I mean, it's a. Tw- I've got friends in Malta, and it's going to be my 12th time there. Mm-hmm. But Sanguan, I don't really know. I think it's, it's an area where they do um, concerts. But as Lacuna Call have never played there. I don't really know the size of the venue. I presume it's very small because, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole island's tiny. It's You can go anywhere on the island within 20 minutes by bus or car. So Sanguan, I think, is a t- tiny little place. Um, so it'll probably be a very intimate show. Which I is, would imagine it will be. Yeah, oh, the, the
0: killer question is, are you going to do
1: a better job of hiding yourself before you surprise <laughs> yourself
0: on them this time?
1: <laughs> you can just go, da da <laughs> No, they already know. That okay, I'm going, you know so yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, say hi for me, take pictures. I'm sure you have yep, an amazing definitely. time. Um again, jealous, but as I said before, I can't get over there. Uh the um the final bit of news, which is very recent, uh relates to, to Marco who has some, um, who's been working um with American singer songwriter singer songwriter, uh, Melissa Van Fleet. Uh, working on uh, with her on a new album, um specifically on a new single Raven, uh, which is now digitally available. Uh, recorded back in February, actually at BRX in studio, which I've been to. Uh that was where they where the clinical um with Marco and Dario and the guys, uh recorded Delirium. So very, very familiar. I love her little studio. I mean it is literally two rooms, the studio and the kind of the, the recording area. Um and it's—I'm sure it's going to be a really, really, well, good for everybody. Really, um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing the, the final product. I really need to buy it, actually. So that—that's the most recent piece of news that's come out. Um, and I would suggest that everybody checks out the links on Empty Spiral, checks out the uh, the video, which is really cool, sort of dark and haunting, and uh, and check out the music. Which again, if you're familiar with Marco's work, which I'm sure most people listening to this will be. Um, You'll get the right kind of vibe from it. You know, it's dark, it's melodic. it's it's. it's there's a trademark bass tone, um, which we all know and love. Uh, it's definitely Marco, and I think that makes it really cool. So, yeah, there we go. Well, that's a bit of a, a news roundup, if ever there was. So, let's talk about a certain show in January then, shall we, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Wine119. Everybody might be asking no one's asking that question. Is anybody actually asking anyway, whether you're asking that question or not, the it was um Billy, uh, a fellow coiler who a couple of years ago, probably more than a couple of years ago, probably about like four or five years ago, on the nineteenth of January dropped me a note said happy looking accordé," And that got me thinking. And I went, We can do something with this. Why the hell wouldn't we do something with this? So we made it a thing. Uh, 19th of January, every year, became Lacuna Coil Day. Go out, listen to Lacuna Coil, have a party, a listening party. I don't know, dress up as Christina, get a tattoo, whatever it is you think you need to do, paint a picture, a cake, whatever, uh, and make it a Lacuna Coil Day. And uh, people have embraced it. The band love the idea. And whether it's just, it was serendipity, whether it's, I can't imagine it could be completely coincidental, um, but luck. Well, we lucked out, I think it's fair to say, and on the 19th of January, 2018, we have Lacuna Coil in London playing a very special show. I'm excited. I'm excited for two reasons, and the first reason isn't even the fact that Lacuna Coil are playing in London. I'm excited because there are so many people across the community that I've known for a long time I've never met that are coming to London for this show. For that reason alone, it's going to be so cool. I'm so looking forward to to seeing people that I've spoken to, that we've shared stories with online, that uh, have liked photos and chatted with and sent me messages, all those kinds of things that, we, that I'm going to get to meet so many people. That's, that's the, my main reason. I don't tell anybody this, Mike, by the way. But <laughs> I'm so looking forward to that part of
1: it. So, Same for me, though. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you... If you're thinking about coming over and you haven't made your mind up, make up your mind and just come over for it. Okay? Please do that. Um, and there are people coming from literally across the world to this show. Um, you don't want to miss out on it. Uh, so that's obviously a really big reason to want to see. It. And, of course, it's lacuna call in London. And as I said, to, said earlier, they're going to make this very special. I know that for a fact. There's lots of plans afoot to make the show spectacular. Uh, they have already said that they'll be playing some songs that they've not played before. And that's interesting, actually. I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, what about you, Mike? I know you're coming. Of course you're coming. Couldn't keep you away yeah, with a yeah. stick, could we, on this one?
1: No, even <laughs> even if I had two broken legs, I'd probably crawl. Yeah, crawl, crawl you away it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I, I speak to lots of different people all over the world. I mean, I've met Coilers when I went to Brazil in 2014 for the World Cup. I stayed with a Coiler in Chicago that I've known for quite a long time and never mm. met and that was good um, only recently and I saw the two shows. I know Lacuna call friends all over Europe. I've got to meet you and become a good friend with you and Russ and everyone else in the UK over the years so it is a collective thing building up and I think that this this is going to be a very monumental day. Yeah, I think it will be show.
0: unique. Yeah, I I don't think we'll see another time when all no, the people no. that we've known um, will come together like this. Not all the people, no. unfortunately, there are still people that can't make it for lots of different reasons. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, the world's a big place. Um, but there will be so many. Yeah, it'll be the hard part. Will be and I know it sounds terrible, but making sure that everybody we have time to meet everybody. Yeah. You know, it'd be like being at a wedding where you're kind of gliding past them and going, hi, bye. on the it... line. Yeah, don't want it to be like that. I, mean, I really <clears> want <throat> no, to catch no. out with people. So what I've already committed to is that I'm going to create an event. There's already a Facebook event for it, but I want to create a real live event. It's on a Friday. Mm-hmm. There's a show that people want to go to. Um, there will be people that will turn up Thursday. I know people that even turn up at the beginning of the week. There will be people that turn up on the Friday and just go to the show. And all of those people, whether you're listening to this podcast or you know someone's going to the 119 show, are important. So finding a venue or finding something that people will want to use as a meet-up is challenging. Um, if we do it too early, people won't arrive. My guess is that if we do it too late, people will either be going to the VIP which is extra special. That that ran out straight away um, with all the things that they're throwing into the VIP for this show. Or, of course, people want to be queuing to get close to the front. You know what it's like at a concert, right? So I think what I'm settled on is is a few public houses in and around um, Shepherds Bush. There's one very close to the Shepherds Bush Empire, a couple of doors away, in fact. And that's what I'm aiming for, Mike, is Mm -hmm. speak to those guys and say, look, from about midday... We want to take over a part of this area because there's it's like a yeah. seating area. I was there recently when, when I went to see *Anathema*, mm-hmm. and kind of take over that and then do a few special things. I've got a couple of ideas planned um, for events yeah. to take place there. I've got loads of stuff I want to give away. Use this as an opportunity to clear up my cupboards in the nicest way possible. <laughs> so I'm bringing all that kind of thing along, and there'll be all kinds of bits and pieces. Um, I've I, I've got a couple of unique items that I think need a Need another worthy home, shall we say? So we'll be doing that. Um I'm also arranging for a few little surprises which I can't mention. So that's kind of a meetup plan. So I, I, that's going to crystallise over the next couple of months, and I'll be putting uh putting information about that into the uh the Facebook event, which I'll link to in the show notes for this podcast, and encourage everybody who's going to to join up to that and we can chat about it. There's a couple of other things I want to do. Um I really want to do something special for the band, you know? I think this is a real mm-hmm. good opportunity to to show how much we we love what they do as artists and people. And and I don't know, provide them with a gift or an experience or something. And I'm I'm a little unclear as to what I want to do. Yeah, not just a card. It's not just a card. No. no I mean it's got to it, be, yeah, yeah. be something, okay? Yeah, I, and yeah. I'm not sure what that might be. So I'm looking for ideas. So I'll be posting, uh, maybe when the podcast goes live, um, I'll be posting in the event, give me some ideas, send me some messages, let's let's work through what we can do realistically, right, okay, because it's not about money, it's about something that is unique to the band that we can do as a group of people that's going to make the show extra special for them and uh, allow them to, well, they recognise it already, but really show them how much we think of them and how much you know the 20 years means to us as fans so that's kind of where i am with this i'm i'm still mulling over what that might be at one point it was suggested to me that we all get our face painted and stand in the crowd like our own versions <laughs> of like all the crazy different clowns that uh that marco has when he's on stage currently and there might be some value. Maybe that's what we want to do. Maybe some of us need to do that. I actually know some of that's face painting. Um, now we could stand in a <laughs> queue outside and just get ourselves all face painted. I don't know. It sounds crazy, but it might just work. Um, probably. I'm going to ask my daughter to bake a cake. <laughs> it feels like we need a 119 cake. I did my empty spiral cake all those years ago when we, yeah. when we were 10 years old. It feels like we need a 119 cake to celebrate, multi-tiered one. Uh, but I'll work on that. I'm sure I can persuade her to do something. I do So, Mike, what about you? Got any ideas? What can we do?
1: Um, it's hard to say other than uh, I think possibly some form of video diary, possibly with the people that are coming over. Ooh, I like that.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do so that, they,
1: definitely. You get them get them to record like a 10-second little hi blah de blah, I'm from and then a message about the show or something. Because collectively, if you did that with everyone that we met and other people maybe in the line, I, I, I don't really know. Or maybe oh. just the people that we have at the event. I like it.
0: Let's start there, shall we, and see
1: how it yeah, evolves. Yeah. Again,
0: we want to be realistic about this, uh, peeps. Uh, it's not, It's got to be something that's uh, easy for people to get into. doesn't require much in the way of money or motivation, because yeah, I know that that can be difficult. Um, and, and something that people feel is a the value they want to be part of, so... We're time looking, as well yeah and time absolutely <clears throat> yeah, time. we're looking yeah. for ideas and you know, i was thinking of maybe getting a uh, getting one of the old posters and getting a lot of people to sign that in a kind of reverse signature type thing um maybe getting <laughs> a, a special poster made um and i could imagine that ended up in marco's lacuna core museum which is what i call his basement yeah is, well mike you'd have seen it it's just you know full of Tricky stuff trove. Yeah, it's a treasure trove of Laguna Girl for the last 20 years and I know that's not the only place where they've got that stuff as well. So, um, And that's actually lovely to see because you see yeah, yeah. when you're there and I, and I do want to say this, when you're there you see the level of respect these people have for the gifts they receive. Now, when Christina and the, and the rest of the band post Instagrams of the gifts that they've got and the pictures they've received they end up on their walls, guys. They genuinely do. You know, that, that's how much they care about what, what people give them. So that's, that's powerful in my mind. And, and it's really great to see that. So yes, maybe we can do something there. Maybe we need more than one though. Again, you know, we, do we want to end up with one of them looking after this? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like the idea of a video thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe some kind of a, a poster or something that we can get signed by a load of people they can have it. I don't know. We'll we'll work on something. Maybe I can delve into Photoshop and come up with something special that we can get printed off big and framed. That's kind of where my head is right now. I'm quite happy to fund that. That's that's easy. Yeah, Um, I will as well. Yeah, we can get people to sign it because all it requires is a signature and I think people will be up for that. Maybe a little message. I like that. But if, if anybody's got any better ideas or they want to enhance it, let us know. We've got a couple of months. Let's make this special for the band. Just don't tell them. It's it's (laughs) it will be the world's second worst kept secret after Mike turning up in a car park. Right, (laughs) (laughs) so um, car park in Cleveland. Car park in Cleveland, and I I really want to share a few secrets about the show itself, but I know I shouldn't. Um, Perhaps all I can say, what we do know is that um, Marco reimagined the Ghost Woman of the Hunter because they hadn't played it for a very long time. Certainly uh, not since they they. would only had one guitarist, um. So he reimagined that for the *Delirium* set. Well, suffice to say that there are other things that are being reimagined here, and I'm giving nothing more away than that. All right. So it's going to be a very, very special show, and that's only one thing. Um. He keeps teasing me. Damn him. So yes, be there. You have to be there. You, you, we'll we'll give you a slice of cake. Um, we'll get you party bag. We'll, a party bag it'll be lollipops I don't know we'll do something I, I know we'll <laughs> do something uh, and of course you'll see a great show so very very excited can't wait to um, can't wait to see what they play live um, oh it's going to be brilliant so yeah that's the that's the 119 show a one-off experience it's going to be a good start to the year really good start to the year you know we've got the book Um, we've I know that there'll be starting to work later on in the year on another album you know the list goes on it's going to be a very good year for looking at call 2018 i feel certainly a great year for for their fans as well so so looking forward to we need to get back together and start recording more podcasts definitely <laughs> <laughs> next week no next week indeed so yeah um i think that's pretty much all we can really cover on the 119 show So, uh, we brings us on to our review part of the Empty Spiral podcast. As I said at the beginning, uh, we are going to review the song Live to Tell, which is on, it's not on the normal version of Delirium. I think it's on the special edition version. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Is that right, Mike? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't actually, I'm not even sure I have a, a normal uh, version.
1: I I don't have the Deluxe version still. Need to sort that out. Sorry. Who are you? What are you doing on this podcast? <clears throat> I know. Oh, there's there's some basic rules that we need track. to be followed here
0: about your commitments. <laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm happy with you traveling around the world, you know, to go and see them in concert. But not having the deluxe version of Delirium, I think is a, a crime, mate.
1: Uh, I, I might have it Some, I, I'm sure I must have got it on. Oh, here we on, go. He's backtracking already. I'm. Well, um, I've got um, it on um, cassette um, and I've got all the vinyls now, so... Okay, well, I reckon you've probably got it somewhere. Possibly, I'm, yes.
0: I, I'm kind of hoping that you've actually listened to the song before we review it. Uh huh. Okay, that's a that's not a particularly confident uh huh.
1: No, confident... I, I have listened to it. I've listened to it a few times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, good, a few times, great. Yeah, we've had eighteen months of of this uh, this song. Um, let me introduce <laughs> Live to Tell, um, and it's quite important that I do this because, well. Quite a few people didn't know it was a cover. And I mean, a lot of people contacted me. And a few people said, is this a cover? Or when I said, this is a cover, people went, this is a cover? (laughs) Yes, everyone. If you've not heard it already, I'm telling you now, official news from Matt of Empty Spiral, Live to Tell is a cover. And it's not just any old cover. This is a cover by a certain artist, or not by a certain artist, this is a a cover of a certain artist called Madonna. You might have heard of Madonna. She was quite big. In fact, I think she still is quite big. It was originally released in 1986 on the Blue album and has been covered quite a few times. I think four or five times, maybe four times, but lots of unofficial covers have appeared since then. And pretty much like anything that Madonna does, extremely popular it was, but being 30 years you know, old Delirium was released last year it was, this was released originally in 1986 not hard to do the mathematics there folks, 30 years is a long time and I can understand why a lot of people didn't realise it was a cover so there you go, there's the news of the day Live to Tell is a cover of Madonna's original but here's the thing I actually won't give anybody a hard time for not realising it. Realising it's a cover. I'll put a link to YouTube in the show notes, and you can watch the video, listen to the original for yourself. And I think you'll struggle because it's so different, right, Mike? Yeah, It's it yeah, so true. so different from the original. <laughs> so there's a story here. When they were recording uh, *Delirium* back in 2015, I was over in Milan, and uh, Andy picked me up to take me into Milan, and he he had that kind of you know that grin that he gets on his face when he's got something exciting to show or tell you? You know what it's like, Mike. Yeah, and yeah. he said, he said, he put some songs on and they were really heavy. At the time, I didn't realise what they were, but I realised they were Lacuna Coil, and they were just sort of demo. So it was demo words. And it was Broken Things. I listened to House of Shame. And then this song came on and it was, a, a, I wouldn't say it was immediately familiar, but it was something at the back of my mind. I was like, hmm, Either this is like something or I, f- I don't know. It was hard to explain. So I guess you could say it was immediately familiar. I just didn't know from where. And he played it and he went, so? And he looked at me. And it was like the toughest pop quiz ever. Because, <laughs> you know, um, he was expecting me to, A, know exactly who it was. And B, give him a bottled review of what I'd heard in the 30 seconds or so that I'd be listening to this song. And I remember dry where well, he's driving and I'm sitting there going, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this, but it sounded so different. And he, and I said really, really unconfidently, was that Madonna? Anyway, yep. Thankfully he there went "Yep." lift to tell because otherwise I'd have never got the song I was never a big Madonna fan though, but you couldn't not hear Madonna if you grew up in the eighties like me. So I, I was like, wow, a Madonna cover. You know, it doesn't get much bigger in in terms of core covers. And then over the course of time, the the story came out that it was... Pretty much everyone knows that um, Christina loves 80s music and she's a particularly big fan of Depeche Mode and a, a massive fan of Madonna. And it was kind of recorded for Christina. Michael did some work on it. Christina loved it. They worked on it further. Obviously, spoke to, is it Sony? I think it's Sony, whoever it might be, Madonna's management. Boom, you've got a cover. But what a cover. I've said before, Mike, that I'm not a big fan of covers generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Um, Especially when it comes to live shows. I don't mind listening to covers, but I'd much rather listen to the artist's original music. Now, everybody loves listening to Enjoy the Silence Life, right? Okay, you know, I like listening to Losing My Religion. I like both of the originals of those songs, and I think they're both good covers by Lacuna Coil. Um but they still fall behind what the other you know, original Lacuna Coil music is in my mind. Um on top of that of course Live to Tell just has Christina's vocals. And much as I love Christina's vocals, don't get my everybody knows I love Christina's vocals. For me Lacuna Coil is always about the, Andrea and Christina singing together those for that that harmony, the beauty and the beast lyrics, whether it's growling or whatever it might be. I love all of that. So to have a a cover song and have that song only with Christina's vocals is something that is not going to tick my boxes implicitly. But... This is by far my favourite cover of this. I think this is amazing. I love this song. The number of people that have spoken to me and said, this has got to be an original song. You say it's from Madonna, but no, this is definitely a clinical. What Marco has done in re-engineering this song is, I think, masterful. It's dark, it's heavy, it's got depth, it's got length. It, 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 the tone changes, it's got a great... um. Uh, reprise. it's heavy. Oh, I love it. It's dark. It's melodic. I think this is just a fantastic cover. I'm surprised it's not been released. Uh, I suspect there still aren't that many people who know about it because it's only on the special edition um, of of uh, Lacuna Cause Delirium. I've I'm, I've not even Googled whether there are any reviews of it outside of the, re- the the broader reviews you got of the album or you know that review I did on Empty Spiral. I'm not even sure about that. It's just fantastic. I love it. I think this is not only one of the, the, the best cover they've ever done, but I think it's one of the best arrangements they've ever done of a song that I, call and I kind of thought was okay when I heard it in 1986 and onwards. Big, big fan of this. Would love to hear it live. Um, listen to it a hell of a lot. I I feel that delirium is not complete without this song as much as i think um ultimate ratio is a good ending to it actually i never stopped listening to delirium at that point i always go to, on to listen to the other three songs which starts with this one and if you if you i know it's not aimed at you mike if if, if <laughs> any of you listening don't have the special edition of delirium well firstly you're missing out on a couple of other really good songs as well which we should be talking about in subsequent in future podcasts but most importantly in my mind, you are missing out on a fantastic cover of a Madonna classic song with amazing vocals from Christina and a just sublime rearrangement into a dark, heavy lacuna core song. Big, big fan. I'm I'm just I'm gushing now because of that how much I <laughs> like it. Um I'm done. I've run out of things to say, probably. Mike, live to tell.
1: Tell, my me bag. I, tell
0: me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: I, I, I wholeheartedly agree from the the few times I have listened to it. I haven't listened to it as much as you would have done. Um, but it's, it's kind of awkward to say that you listen to the original version and you listen to this and there isn't a comparison that you can make because they are so completely different. Mm. But at the same time, you can make the comparisons if that makes sense. That in in what they've done with it is just, I actually think that how they've rearranged it and everything you've mentioned is better than the Madonna version. Mm. I, I can
0: totally understand that. There'll be people that will hunt you down and kill you for saying
1: that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, totally. If the equivalent of, uh, like, the we've got the Empty Sparrow community, the equivalent community for Madonna, they've probably got the pitchforks ready yeah, now to, I think to come and
0: get pitchfork. me. We've got pitchforks, they've got machine guns. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah. I'd hide in a very dark place if I were you. And I,
1: yeah, definitely. I just think that the way that, as you say, live, if they could do this, it it would knock everything out of the park. If you think, Mm -hmm. like a crowd pleaser for, enjoy the silence is good. This I I don't know how this would go down on a live set. Obviously, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it would be very good, but it could all equally be a lot of blank faces thinking
0: what on earth is this kind to- of thing totally agree i mean I, I remember we we all remember and we've spoken in the past about forty thousand people or however many it was at download a load of metal heads all singing along to enjoy yeah the yeah. silence enjoy the silence especially in the uk is one of those songs that you know it's it, the, the dark wave 1980s Depeche Mode, they're a, a classic band. You know, they're, they're much loved for all the decades that they've been together. Still loved today. I, I think it's fair to say that the, the UK music scene is proud to have Depeche Mode in it, right? So anybody mm-hmm. in the UK probably knows the song, even if they're not a fan of Depeche Mode, because yeah. their parents were listening to it or they've heard it enough times on the radio. It is one of those songs that's in the DNA of this country. So when Lacuna Cobb play in this country, people just know the lyrics. The lyrics aren't difficult. They just know them. Mm. And what they did with Enjoy the Song, they didn't really rearrange it that much, in my opinion. No, no. They, no. Just, they just played it straight. Through. Yes, it's a bit darker. Yes, they combined the male and female vocals, although it's mostly Christina. Um, and it's it's a it's a great version of the song. It's a great straight cover. Losing My Religion was different. Mm. You know, it's, it's I don't think it's been rearranged that much. But it had been rearranged, and the the tone of it had changed.
1: It's the a lot split, softer, split isn't it? Split
0: vocals. Yeah, it is not REM. It is definitely Lacuna Coil. Mm-hmm. But the rearrangement here, I think, is much much greater. It's a yeah, totally definitely. different style of song. And I do think you're right. I think there's a there'll be a few of us, you know, old folkies like me that remember it. Um, people that have fallen in love with Madonna since the younger generations, it were. People that have always liked both Madonna and, and Lacuna Core, and I'm, there are a percentage we know people that, that, that like both bands in you know, equal amounts, you know, big yeah, yeah. fans. But I think they're a small percentage of the, the Lacuna Core going population. So I think what will happen is you'll get the people that know the song because it's a Lacuna Core song and they've got the album, they go, Oh, cool, I like this song. It's one of the last tracks on the album. That'll be a percentage. You'll get the people that do Know it's Madonna, and they'll go, Oh, cool, Madonna. Um, and you'll get the people that are somewhere in between, but much like when they play things like Virtual Environment all those years ago, yeah, and we yeah. were like, Wow, Virtual Environment, I love this song. And you look I looked around the crowd, and like, What the hell is this? Because they didn't <laughs> have the you know, the special edition of um, oh, Enjoy the Silence, actually, they didn't have the yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the special re- individual release with that song on it, so he, he kind of missed a the heartbeat there. Uh, I, I totally agree, I think there's a it, It'll be a special for some of us and kind of confusing for others.
1: It's very hard to gauge, isn't it? Mm. That if they did play it, what environment would they play it at? Would they play it at something like a special show like in January, for instance? Or how could they work it so that it could go on a set list? Because it oh. has to has to be somewhere. I don't know where you would put it on the set list, possibly in the middle I that's think yeah, sorry to interrupt you, mate. What yeah, you no, it's fine. No, you're just saying it's very it's very hard to gauge where you'll put it on. Would you put it on before the encore? Uh I, I don't really know. Would you swap it with with a big hitter that's been on the set list for a long time? It's it's very hard to tell.
0: No, I would it's hard to tell, lift to tell. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I I mean you touched on what I was gonna say. I I would put it just before the encore
1: yeah it's yeah. one of
0: those ones where you know they do a big hitting hard song which is with a good outro. The rest of the band go off. I mean they've done this before. Christina stays on um you know possibly with Diego and they they've obviously got electrical set to support her, and then she just sings his song and then kind of that's the end of the main set and then we go into the encore with something I you know big and bombastic mm-hmm. that to me would be where it would sit, um, yeah yeah how it will go down, don't know. I'd love it. And and you can compare it to um, Wide Awake or or um, Downfall, you know, those kind of places and where they typically sit on, on the set list is generally about that place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Towards the end of the main set. So that's where I would put it. Whether or not they could do it, I don't even know if they're able to do it. For all we know from a mm. license perspective, they might only be able to have it on the album. They might not be allowed to. I don't know enough about the music industry and how these things work to be able to comment. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yes, a lot of discussion on this one. Um, Really, really love the song. Favourite cover. Great kind of final act of the album. So glad that it got made. Uh, And I'm sure Christina loves the fact it got made and she got to sing a song from one of her favourite artists. And everyone that knows Madonna that I've played it to thinks it's great once they kind of work out Wait a minute, this is a 30 year old Madonna song um they love it and, and so do I so yes massive fan I'm already gushing again about it what am I going to give it out of 10. I can't give it a 10 out of 10. um I know that sounds like I'm kind of hitting some kind of internal rules but it feels like <laughs> I am you know it's, it's not a lacuna Curl song but it's such a great lacuna Curl arrangement
1: and it mm, almost definitely. is
0: a Lacuna Call song. I'm going to give it a nine and a half out of ten. I think that feels like you know so close, close to perfect for me. There you go. That's my that's my review of this song. that's my rating. What about you, Mike? Come on. What do you think? Uh,
1: I would say probably a nine, and I only say nine because of something else could have been sacrificed. off delirium and that put on it to put that in its place, and then the album with but I don't know what you would cop. I know that that might be sacrilege. What do you to, mean? To you
0: s- would, would you, when you say something could have been replaced, you saying that there's a hidden gem mm. out there that they've got that they've not put on the album because no, of this? Or... Well,
1: yeah, that could have stayed, if it was possible, for that to end the album and something else gets dropped off it, possibly. No, no, sacrilege, don't go there. Well, are exactly. you,
0: so, so are you saying it should have been on the non-special edition?
1: Yeah, possibly. Well, I don't know how that works though. With the rest, you, of you've it. already
0: lost all the all the Madonna fans. Yeah, and now you're that... about mm. to lose all the Lacuna Gore fans. You, you're in dangerous territory, my friend. No, yeah. um, that's a really good question, actually. Okay, so nine out of ten for you. Let's just sort of close that one down. So, yeah, you have got a nine out of ten. I got a nine and a half out of ten. We'll see what Russ gives it when he comes back and joins us. Um, interesting question. Should it been on the non-special edition album? And would it be I, allowed to be? I'm gonna. I don't know if it would be allowed to go. No, mm. no frame of reference there. I, I can't. Mm, I can't say that I think it should be on the. Uh, on on the non special edition for me.
1: Stand if, alone.
0: It, it is something that makes the special edition special. If you mm-hmm. see what I mean. You know? Yeah, yeah. The special yeah. edition isn't just about. It sounds terrible. Just three more Lacuna Core cool songs, right? <laughs> it is two more great Lacuna Core cool songs, I wanna say, and a cover. If you knew it was a cover. <laughs> yeah, so many yeah. people didn't. <laughs> That's the kind of the, the special bit. It does make it special. Um so no, I wouldn't have wanted them to replace another song with it. Possibly. Uh, I I would have I wouldn't have minded the um I wouldn't have minded the, the, the main album to have had it on it. Yeah, yeah. But there's a reason that there are special editions. You know, the the Japanese market in particular, yeah. um, which, you know, Lakunakori are increasingly big in. They really want special editions. That's how things happen in Japan, apparently, according to Andrea. Um, so I can see why they do these special editions. You know, in my mind... Just put every fucking song on the one album, please. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't make records, so it's not really for me to say. All I could do is complain about it as a fan, or comment on it at least. When
1: there's uh, 30 versions to buy.
0: <laughs> yeah, when there's 30. Well, it's, yeah, we, what was that? Shallow Life, was it? The yeah, there was,
1: the was there's 10 versions
0: of it. Oh, Maybe, God, I don't know. know. Well, we won't even get into how many vinyls there are, although I do love my vinyls. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I, and I also, I'm pretty sure... But in conversations with Marco about around the recording time, I don't think there are any unreleased tracks from Delirion. Mm-hmm. I think, and I might be wrong here, so please don't take this as gospel, I think that everything they recorded that was anything more than a very short demo yeah,
1: yeah. went on
0: to the album or the special edition, I think. But don't quote me on that. So hopefully that gives us a sense that something else hasn't lost out because of the cover to Madonna. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've, I, I could go on all night. Uh, I you know I could, I could talk for Britain in the Olympics anyway. Um, but it's been a really good chat.
1: So here yeah, anyway, we go. Right. So
0: um, I think that brings us to the end of our review for Live to Tell. And um, if you, you've not heard the original, please do. As I say, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, do if you don't have a copy of the special edition of the it just so you can listen to this sublime cover um, that is very much a lacunicorn song. Well, I think that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. It's been a very long time since we've all been together. Well, we've not been. It's been a very long time since we've talked. Um, too long, as I think we'll all agree. And we need to do something about that. So we'll try really hard to, to fix that in the future, it's fair to say. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can, of course, do so over at the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. Check out the podcast there. You can listen to all previous 126 um, podcasts. There's lots of special episodes there. There's lots of interviews. There's lots of live tour information. Oh, sorry, not tour information. Live tour experiences. Oh, there's loads of stuff. Um, that should keep you going for a good few hours if you've not caught up with us before. Also, get in contact with us there. There's a, you can send us an email, Um There's a form. You can leave a comment and we'll respond There's a forum, join it, join in the conversation. You can do that over at the community site as well. Not forgetting our social media and the social media junkies, which the world is turning into, I think it's fair to say. Uh, We're on Twitter, which is uh, at Empty Spiral Net. So engage engage with us there. i retweet anything that I see from Coilers. So if you want to reach out to a louder audience, please do. You can do that there. Send us a message, send us requests. Whatever you want, engage with us. You know, we would look forward to hearing from you. And, of course, the big daddy, the granddaddy of them all, it would seem these <laughs> days. Of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, and you can interact with us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com, of course, forward slash emptyspiral.net. That's our main site. And uh, we've got lots of photos, lots of exclusive videos on there. And there's also an event up there where, we are, where we'll be talking about the things we want to do on 119 Day. 2018, when they're playing in London. So, do you want to be part of that discussion? Want to be part of the event? That's the place to go for that. There are other social media sites, but I don't know how to link to them. Uh, We're not on LinkedIn. We (laughs) laugh about this all the time. Well, we are on LinkedIn, but I am. But it's not really about that. Um, uh, There's Google... Uh, Plus, I, I've got big. I'm a big fan of Google Plus, but they need to make their URLs easier because I can't really explain it. You can get to the Google Plus community from the Empty Spiral website, and there's, there's some interesting discussion down there. It goes on there. I tried Tumblr for a while, but I'm kind of sparkly, uniform animated gifs don't really do anything for me, so I, I really struggled. But we do have a community on Tumblr as well, and you'll see a lot of reposts, etc. So you've got no excuses, is what I'm saying. So that's us. Do get in contact with us. Uh, I nearly forgot to say, if you want to be on the podcast, just make contact. Um, we might sound it. Mike does. I know I don't. Mike sound, We might sound scary, but we're really not. Uh, we're big teddy bears, aren't we, Mike? Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, we'd love to have fellow Coilers on the podcast. It's a real chat. And If you go and listen to some of our um, previous episodes, you'll get a sense of what we talk about. If you've got any kind of uh, Lacuna Coil experience, whether you run a site or... You just introduce the band to your friends or you do drawings, whatever it is. Or even if you just listen to them and you want to share your experiences and uh, uh, and love for the band, then just get in contact with us. We'd love to have you on. All right. But we are done. We're almost on the hour, um, which is a long time for us. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty much going to call this to a close now. It's been great talking to you again, Mr. Dyer. It's yeah. been too long. We need to do that curry soon. Okay. Yeah,
1: we'll align our diaries. We'll align our diaries, and, align our diaries and make <laughs> that happen. Um, do a podcast
0: live from Brick Lane in London or something similar Um, but for everybody else thank you again for being patient with us and and listening to the podcast for as long as you have been Um, hope you've enjoyed the banter and the chat look forward to speaking to you again soon look forward to seeing some of you on the 19th of January next year it's going to be epic be there
1: 85 days to go we're counting down
0: the Mm days indeed Uh, (laughs) But until then, listen to more Lacuna Coil. Thank you very much for your time.
1: Cheers, everyone.